liberty and justice for all. to this week's edition of Sovereign Mind, uh, the podcast. Uh, uh, Whether you're, well, it might not be good morning for everybody. They actually might be watching it in the evening because now we're having a delayed podcast. So, and uh, so good evening. So good evening. Good good morning. Good good day. Good day. Good day. Good consciousness. Uh, Let's get our (laughs) announcements out of of the way and then we'll introduce our guests here. Uh, Today is uh, Monday, uh, December 13th, and uh, we're brought to you by Mountaintop Media. We'd uh, really like you to consider supporting our program. You can call uh, 530-221-0101. We need uh, donations to keep these podcasts uh, going. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, on our radio programs and our podcasts, we're doing both now. Uh, we're doing double duty. And, uh, you know, you can make the checks out, uh, you know, to PECAN, Patriots Educating Concerned Americans Now, 501c3, and all the donations are tax deductible. Uh, please uh, write media in the reference line so that you can uh, go ahead and give the address, uh, sis. The address is 14421 Old Oregon Trail, Suite B, Redding, California, 96003. Very good. And uh, we are uh, on everything, it seems like. <laughs> we're getting there across we're, we're, a lot of different platforms. I think we're on Rumble now. I know we're on Spotify, Apple Podcast, YouTube, Facebook, uh, uh, you know, everything. Because yeah. in this, envi- this predatory environment of censorship, it's like... Uh, you know, if you don't have a bunch of platforms, you know, you, you put all your eggs in one basket like YouTube, and boom, man, you're off the air, and uh, what can you do? Yeah. No it's eggs. terrible. It's crazy, you know. Yeah. So, it's terrible. <clears throat> anyway, hit the uh, like and uh, and share button, uh, or share it and hit the like button, smash, smash the button. The yeah, smash, smash the bell. It, I guess is the, uh, the way yeah, you got to go you got to smash it. the bell to let us know. And uh, this is how we get our message out. It helps tremendously to do that because uh, it, um, it gets those algorithms out there, and it gets the, the more views the more shares the more likes we get the more that people see what we're doing right and uh, that's what we want so have we got uh, announcements we do before we I, I wanted to say something about the debate that's going to be happening this mm-hmm. Thursday December 16th it is actually going to be in Cottonwood this time and I believe it's going to be all the candidates districts 2 3 and 5 I do believe it's going to be there. For my understanding, the doors open at 530. It's going to be at the American Legion Hall. If you come early, you can get a dinner and drink for $10, which is pretty good. No place else can you get up for that. Door, doors open at 530. Starts at 6. Yep. And the address is 3297 Chestnut Street in Cottonwood. And uh, Cottonwood's not that big, so you should be able to find it. And if you just... 
going south on Main Street and you basically make a left, uh, you'll run into the American Legion Hall. It's over by the post office. So um, I wanted to let people know that. It's, they anticipate that it's going to be about three hours long to do all the debates and questions wow. with the people, from my understanding. So um, there's going to be a lot of good information. You can meet the people if you don't know them or say hi if you do know some of the candidates, but um, mm -hmm. like for the recall, this is one of the last pushes before probably yeah. before February 1st election to uh, get rid of Modi and get somebody else in there. Well, and you know, people have, uh, have woken up to the reality of self-governance being a participating, you know, uh, a participation sport. You know, if you mm -hmm. don't show up and participate, what you get is a bunch of scumbags taking over and uh, and they do whatever mm -hmm. they want with your money, you know, right. I mean, that's the problem. So, right. and, 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 and other things, you know, it seems like we've, uh, we've uh, eclipsed. Uh, <laughs> it's a great opportunity to go and inform yourself on who mm -hmm. would be yep. representing you. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Or not representing you. <laughs> With that, With I that. guess we should introduce oh. uh, our guests here. We have uh, Martin and Krista mm -hmm. Reed. Mm -hmm. And uh, we've done some interviews with them, I guess, on the radio before. Yeah, we, this is the yep. first podcast. Yeah, this is the first yeah. podcast. And, uh, you guys are involved in the the school uh, uh uh, protests or uh, walkouts mm -hmm. or uh, I don't know what all uh, you're, you know standing you're standing up standing up for, for the standing right up, yeah. for standing up for uh, people's rights is really what it comes down children. to I think in the in the long yeah. run we were involved with the October 18th walkout and then um, it was was it November 19th 15th 15th mm, no 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 the oh. one with the shoe protest mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I can look that one up. Yeah, that was just recently. Just, yeah, just not this. Well, Monday, I think the last the time point. we actually talked with you folks, it was like the next day or something yes. that you guys were going to have it. Yeah, November twenty ninth. Yeah, maybe uh, before we get too deep into it, you guys could give us a little background mm -hmm. and tell us a little about yourselves, your involvement in the community, what you yeah, do, that'd be uh, great. you sure. know, how you got involved in what you're doing. Sure. <laughs> well, uh, I'm a. I'm currently on staff um, at a local high school. Um, I'm on leave right now because I'm not. Testing. I'm not going to do the COVID test. I've already recovered from COVID. So I think it's an unreasonable search, which is a breach of the Fourth Amendment. You're yeah, right. To, not to mention you're being discriminated against. Right. You're right to um, be secure in your body from unreasonable searches. And it's unreasonable to ask me to take a COVID test when I've already recovered from COVID. And it's also unreasonable to only test unvaccinated people when we know vaccinated people get and spread COVID too. Especially now the stats are coming out with the new... Uh, is it Omicron variant? Uh, I, I call it the Decepticon. <laughs> yeah, Decepticon <laughs> variant. Uh, yes. The vast majority of the people who get that one are, are vaccinated. So it's ridiculous to make an employee take a test. Um, first of all, that has a 30% false positive and a 20% false negative. So the test is really flawed. And um, it's unreasonable to ask anyone to take this test who's already recovered from COVID. So I'm not doing that. And now I'm on leave. Um that, that takes some bravery to do that so, because, yeah. you know, I mean, nobody wants to lose a paycheck and we have to support ourselves. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, kind of going on that same line of thinking, that was kind of weird. I'm not sure what that was. That, yeah. It sounded, uh, sounded mm -hmm. like a, I don't know what it sounded like. A big diesel. A big diesel something. But uh, anyway, uh, you know, I ran some stats last week on the last show about how 
that the most vaccinated countries in the world, according to world data, mm-hmm. uh, that have the, have the most vaccinated people, 80, 92%, I think the top one was, uh, well, it wasn't the top one, it was the one under the top that they'd had examined was Singapore. And uh, the lines just go up like this from the vaccination. So they're like 92% vaccinated and the ca- cases and the, and the, and the positive uh, cases on COVID are going up. So right. what that tells me yeah. in, uh, you know, just common sense, you know, having no medical background is that, that, that the more people get vaccinated, the more cases we have, which in turn, logical thinking says that you're getting it from the people who are getting vaxxed. Right. Dr. Ryan Cole from the Mayo Clinic says that essentially uh, this, this COVID shot is like taking a flu shot that's five years old because we have so many new variants. Mm-hmm. Right. The, the virus uh, mutates so quickly. So Delta, Omicron, whatever variant we're on, it's like taking a flu shot that's years old. It's not going to be very effective at all. Well, well, just like with the flu, you have to keep doing it every year because of the different strands. Even then with the yeah, flu, right. the flu shot in a bad year, the flu shot's only 10% effective. Right. In a good year, the flu shot's only 60% effective. So even then it's not effective at all. Well, but I want to... Uh, at, at getting us herd away. immunity yeah. at least. What would you do... What's that? Uh, let's yes. jump over to what... Yeah. Sure. Let's have um, uh, Krista tell us why she... It, Yes, got into it so, and what she does. Um, I, I've been a teacher now for five years and no longer in the classroom. I'm home with our, our one-year-old. We got another, another little little bean on the way. I um, thought I heard that yes, earlier. Congratulations. So yes. That's way so cool. So my, my heart has always been with our youth and really working with them rain or shine every flu season, every single year when they're snotty, they're coming to school snotty and <laughs> coughing and, you know, part, God knows what else. It's part of the else, of growing up. It you is. Know? I mean, it is. Yeah. Right. So another thing that's so comical about this is I, I was teaching, you know, with being all the way up until I was about to give birth and, and they're asking me to wear a mask. Right. It's, wow. And it's just thinking, you know, I've been I've been working not that long, but five years, and we're we're in a petri dish as it is, right. <laughs> and and I'm having a hard time breathing because I'm pregnant, and I feel bad for these. It, it's just been wild. So when, my heart really goes out to these students who they're they're suffering with yeah <laughs> with the mask the with all this with the mandates. Well, it wouldn't it's be so rough. bad if the science was actually supporting that yeah. viewpoint, you know. But they, it seems like the, the media and the politicians ignore the real science because, the, you know, the, the, the masks aren't effective, uh, according to all accounts. Uh, and I've talking to, you know, I've spoken, I've done the research, I've mm-hmm. talked to medical yeah. professionals. They all say the same thing. Right. Yeah. So, so after a the while. Parents, the parents are frustrated. And, and even from what we heard from that county superintendent of schools meeting with all mm-hmm. the superintendents, right. that was the one we were put the shoes out on November 29th. What we heard is most of the superintendents think the masks are ridiculous, and most of the superintendents don't want to enforce it. And right, and then we have even a, so, if you peeked so. into the if you peeked into the window of that couple hour meeting, probably only one in five were wearing a mask. 
wait a second, and yet our little ones have to wear them for hours a day, and here you are well, in there. And, I think it was right. one in so, ten. You know, yeah. Oh, was it, so, it was, yeah, it was even less than that. And, and it's sorry. always about Not even one making five. everybody safe. Yeah. You know, it, and it's such a tagline for totalitarianism. It's ridiculous. It really is. Because, if you know, they always come up with an excuse for a reason. They say they don't work. Everybody says they don't work that knows anything about it. But they say that they could spread it to the teachers. Yeah. Well, if they got masks on... Uh, why, how would it, right. you know, that makes no sense. It's a you lot know? of manipulation to right. get, to keep control. And, and one of those ways that people are being manipulated is the emotional compassion yep. of people. People are compassionate. They don't yeah. want to be, I'm going to be responsible for someone else getting sick or dying or a grandma right. going, be passing away. So people's emotions and their heart and their, their goodness is being taken advantage of. It's being manipulated. So you well, said there was like five supervisors in the meeting that that aren't in favor of the mask. So are they not going to enforce it in school? Are they letting the kids come? No. They're, uh, how are they handling that um, part of it? Most superintendents are politicians. They get to that position because they can play both sides. And, right. And so they just uh, go along with the status quo. No matter so, what. Right. And and uh, so we, in my opinion, we need to get um, some leadership in our county, not just board of supervisors, but mm-hmm. other boards. positions, right. yeah. school right. boards, and and maybe uh, superintendents, County office of education are, superintendent, <laughs> who, who are yeah, who are ready and willing to fight and push back and be willing to kind of challenge the state and say we're not going to do it. What are you going to do in response? Are you going to cut our funding? Right. You know, and be willing to challenge the state because parents are fed up. I've, I've spoken an email with many parents who are, who are like fed up and they're like, oh, my kid doesn't have to wear a mask in most of his classes. But uh, there's this one class that teacher always makes him wear the mask and the, the kids are fed up with it. And it's, we see it in the hallways. When, when I was on campus, at, le- at least their masks are below their chins falling on the floor they're sharing food sharing drinks it is doing zero to protect (laughs) them doing absolutely zero and they know it and we're training our kids to do illogical things well the 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 parents are starting to pull the kids out of school too i mean you know we're fortunate that we could actually have a place to to, you know get them some teaching uh, uh people to teach them and get them some schooling you know over and above because we can't stay home we have to work you know to support but but people are pulling uh, pulling their kids out, I think, in droves now because they're just not going to do it, and the science doesn't support it. I'm looking at an interview right here from Dr. Fauci, who I think is just an absolute – I mean, he's just a contradiction. and, and Walking contradiction. He's a walking contradiction. And I, think he's, I think he's a liar. <laughs> Did I mean, you see that clip where he said that I represent science? Yes. So yeah. if you question me, yeah, you are questioning, questioning science. science. Yeah. It's like the guy, the guy just needs a pinky finger out a little bit, and he's yeah. Dr. Freaking Evil. So, so, I'm, I'm re- <laughs> so I'm reading this. He is the embodiment of science. Yes. You can't question him. Weird science. Uh, but I'm, I, I'm, I'm looking at this article. It says, Dr. Fauci, in an interview with CNN, said that it's a matter of time before the definition of fully vaccinated changes requiring a third booster shot. Right. Pfizer uh, partnered with Bio, BioNTech uh, to make a, its COVID shot, and both companies are urging people to get the booster shot, claiming that three doses are currently required to maintain its effectiveness, which is a complete opposite of what they told us it was going to work to begin with. And mm-hmm. then the CEO of BioNTech further declared that the new vaccine 
vaccine designed to tackle the Omicron uh, variant would need to be given in three doses. So after the initial vaccine and the booster shots, we're up to six uh, six uh, uh, doses. Yeah, I wonder if that's wow. the same interview where he said something like, you know, so what if you have to take a booster, basically, you know, buckle up and, and just do it? Pfizer, he said, he said says, to that effect. Pfizer says that uh, the Omicron variant may require a fourth vaccine dose. Well, they keep changing the goalposts, yeah. and then they're changing the definition of what fully vaccinated mm-hmm. is. That's right. that's kind of yeah. the point of that, too, because if you're mm-hmm. not fully vaccinated, they keep shifting the goalposts, and, and then they're talking about lockdowns. And I mean, some of these other countries are getting yeah. pretty serious. Uh, you Austria's know, in a bad Austria, way. Yeah. Australia, mm-hmm. uh, you know, mm-hmm. you're seeing protests all over the, the globe. That yes. it's, it's funny. They never make mainstream media, but they yeah. make, uh, they make uh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, social media in other places. So yeah. and then the military. Military, though, our own military is considering mandating a booster shot. Yeah. And do you know our military has approved zero religious exemptions? Right. For the They're entire right. military. None of them have been approved. It's like our entire military is not religious? No, that's yeah, not possible. A lot of them are going to be discharged over it. Yeah. Now, right. exactly the degree of the discharge, so, I've heard different stories. You it's know, an issue good, that's obviously spilled beyond right. our classrooms, but even when... Right. When you had COVID, you were feeling bad for like three days and, you know, the typical cough and that's it. And you're young and healthy, but... Well, it affects obviously some more than others, yeah. but, right. then, but then they're suppressing the uh, they suppress the things that work. I'm seeing more and more yeah. evidence of the uh, ivermectin and uh, and mm-hmm. and the other uh, few other treatments right. that they have going. They're starting to seize. Uh, I just saw today. They're starting to seize ivermectin shipments that come in through um, other customs, countries through customs. Yeah. yeah. If you, so if you order ivermectin from India or or someplace like that, they're starting to seize it through customs. Well, if that doesn't give you a little bit of uh, a look into what's really going on, then you're just you just don't care, you don't pay attention, or you're you know this massive hypnosis that the left and the progressives seem to to do through the mainstream media. You can present all kinds of data to some of these people, and it, it doesn't matter. It's hard for people to believe that the government can be that evil. You know, oh, it's, but they it's are. really yeah, hard that's for them. True. To, you know, they're kind of programmed yeah. to think that people are naturally good. And I would say the vast majority of people are generally good. I agree with that. But, um, you know. But government. But but government. The the people people. that gravitate (laughs) to government in a lot of cases are very um, uh, uh, oriented to power and control and Mm -hmm. money and corruption. That's why they go there uh, in the first place. And that's why, you know, all you got to do is look at history a little bit and you can see the terrible things that government has done to its own people. And even good people who get into politics, who get into positions of authority. There's so much pressure and yeah. corruption in that realm. A that, lot of times they, they end they up turn. being that way. Yeah. Well, that's Did the Did you hear where the mayor of New York just said that? You know, if you don't, if you want your freedom in New York, get the job. Is basically what he said. Well, Otherwise, we're not going to give I you mean, your freedom. The, the famous quote from Lord mm-hmm. Acton. I mean, uh, power corrupts, and absolute power yeah. corrupts absolutely. Yeah. That's that's what they're talking about. You know, these guys get in there, and and you just look at any place, whether it's the Congress, the Senate, you know, mm-hmm. local government, the school boards. Once these guys get in there, somehow or another, they get this uh, uh, idea that they're smarter than everybody else. Uh, or for whatever reason, uh, you know, they think that they should be controlling everybody else. Well, they make small mm-hmm. compromises and then people leverage their weaknesses to control right. them. Or yeah, if they're not careful. Ma- yeah. Yeah. Want to maintain their position and mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So it's just really hard for our, our whole society to, to believe our government could be that corrupt. Right. I, that I, I was bad. talking with my dentist today, though, who was saying, trust, he trusts um, the scientists and trusts our government. And I told him, I, you know, considering history, there have been massive crimes against humanity that cannot be denied. Right. right. So there must always be the the possibility that we have evil people out there who are not interested in human life and who have terrible agendas because we saw it in history. It doesn't have to just, the, the Holocaust wasn't the only example, right? but that oh, is a, a fantastic yeah. example look of at, an entire nation. Look at our own nation and look, yes. at, look at what they did with smoking for decades. You know, they lied about how addictive nicotine is and, and whether or not smoking causes cancer. And, and for decades, they hid that. And then they did the same thing, even worse, with the opioid crisis. Doctors over-prescribing opioids for, for pain medication, and people got addicted to those. And I read some, was it 100,000 people a year die to, in, in connection with opioid addiction? Um, that's a massive crisis within our own country. That's a part of um, government corruption, um, big pharma, and kind of these these huge universities working in league together. It's not just look what happened in Germany or look at what happened in no. right. no. Cambodia no, or look at what happened with the Hutus and the Tutsis right or all those other genocides. We've had terrible medical corruption within our own country. Well, that's very true all the yeah. time, and not just medical corruption. Our own CIA, have you ever heard of Operation PB Success? I have not I've, heard of that one. I've, I've heard of a bunch of stuff. We it's, just did it's a program an yesterday on pedophilia. It's, it's I mean, operation. I've got evidence from their own oh, Freedom of yes. Information Acts showing that these guys basically didn't prosecute guys that they knew were doing Oh, it. the FBI knew yes. about Epstein for a decade. And they oh, absolutely. They covered right. up for him. So, yes. uh, what, so Operation PB Success, I, I think it was in the 60s, 50s or 60s, the CIA went into Honduras and toppled a duly elected president yes. to put in their, their man in power so that uh, one of the reasons, as far as I could understand, it's on, it's on Wikipedia even, they admit to it. Wow. Um, one of the reasons, I guess, is to get the uh, U.S. fruit company access to the fruit in Honduras so they can continue to make a profit because right. the president who is in Honduras was going to kind of uh, give the the power back to the local farmers, which would have cut the the profits of the U.S. fruit company. Right. So, I mean, we have corruption in our own government that's, the more you look, it's it's everywhere. Right. But or people even, just even don't want to look. They don't want to think that their yeah. government's corrupt. You've got to entertain the thought, even if corrupt is too strong of a word, you have to entertain the thought that people are motivated by money. Mm -hmm. At yeah. least, at least so consider that. Look, look you have to what, question it, that's for sure. Look right. at what just happened in the Board of Supervisors meeting. I've been hammering mm -hmm. on them for, I don't know, three weeks uh, or three meetings, whatever it is, mm -hmm. about, you know, their, you know, their first their stance was it's not about the money. You know, oh. this whole thing. Oh, yeah, exactly. It's always about <laughs> the it's money. About it's the money. always about so the money. So the guy, you know, I yelled fingers. out from the, from the uh, peanut gallery there and something to the effect that it's about the money. And, of course, uh, Modi came back with uh, no. no it's not it's not about the money well after lunch 
he comes back in and and Cimenti says, well, how much money is at stake? You know, <laughs> right. and it's like thirty two million right now. Then yeah. this last meeting, he comes out and he says, are you guys crazy? You're going to turn down thirty two million. So money is their overriding. And if you yeah. look at where's the money coming from, well, it's coming from the CARES Act. It's coming from the state. And where's the state getting the money from the federal and the federal? So the federal's trying to control all the strings. Where are they getting the money? They're, They're basically just counterfeiting it. <laughs> it. You know, right. anybody else would go to prison for that. Yeah. So so when you look at that and then you see what's going on in, in, in the centralized government, more and more power being put there in the corruption. Yeah, yeah it is about money and that and but these guys will sell their souls and sell us right down the river for the bucks. Yeah, that's what I was going to say because he even admitted to it. Modi admitted he didn't really care what kind of strings came with it. Yeah, as long as we get the money. What do we care? Well, I mean, we have what happens down the road? What mandates come up until what is it, twenty twenty five or whatever it is with right. that money? He we didn't have, care. We have a nation that's been trained and brainwashed to be very fiscally irresponsible. It's in our culture, right? Um, you you want to buy a Christmas present for someone? You know, something fifty dollars on Amazon. They will offer you like a three or four month payment package. And say, well, you can pay $12.50 oh, a month yeah. for that little present. You, you buy someone on Amazon or anywhere. Right, really. yeah, or the exactly. Christmas tree at Lowe's. Yeah. I saw that as well. well <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> we've been trained as a culture to, to, it's okay to go in debt. You can pay for it later. You can have what you want now, consumerism, consumerism. And that mindset has spilled over into our government, which is, Hey, we should we should be able to get fifteen percent raises. Why not? We deserve it. We want to feel pay, good. We can pay for it when later. <laughs> when do we right. pay for all these retirements? What does what our our county Pensions. owe for retirement and pension? Oh, it's one. It's up to close a, to a billion, billion. unfunded yeah. liabilities at this right. point. That mindset yeah. is going to well see destroy what, our kids. Lives. See, here's the thing though with these guys. The problem with is that they they think they're going to keep uh, putting a, their finger in the dike on this stuff. They're going to keep band, banding it, you know, putting a band aid on everything. It's going to collapse, and it's going to collapse at some point. And they just don't want it to be on their watch. But the problem is that that they don't want to have their own accountability. You you know the money is making them unaccountable for their bad decisions. That's true. And uh, what's happening is it's like uh, what uh, what uh, 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 Hemingway said about his bankruptcy. He said that, uh, you know, they asked him about how was it going, about, you know, what was it like going bankrupt? And he said, well, it was really slow at first. And then it was mm -hmm. all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of where we're headed with this. They keep putting their fingers in the dike yeah. to try to show yeah. everything up because right. they don't want to be held accountable. They want the next up. guys that get elected to be held accountable for their malfeasance. Yeah. Right. So it's it's crazy. It, yeah. yeah. Uh, Patrick Jones was telling us about some program that was 10 or $20 million that was trying to help homeless people um, go through this educational program and kind of get them on their feet again and off the street. Mm -hmm. And it turns out, I don't want to misquote him, but it turns out they spent like 20 million on this program and a handful of people, a dozen or so graduated from the educational program and they couldn't really find anyone who got off the street long-term as a result of, of millions of millions of dollars spent in our County. And they just continue doing these types of programs. Well, and then, yeah, yeah, we all care about the homeless, but don't just throw money away. That's $20 million. You could spend it somewhere else. 
Well, well yeah, and if they don't want to be helped. It's kind of like caring about the, your homeless son who doesn't want to get a job, and he sits on the couch and watches TV and drinks beer all day when he's 25. Take his beer away. You, you have to do something because... Uh, all Kick your, him out. <laughs> exactly. Because sometimes you have to have some tough love. Now, some of these people are on drugs, and some of them have mental problems, mm-hmm. but there's some of them that just don't even want to work or anything. But what the mm-hmm. government is doing is they're creating more and more government with this money, and they're not creating a, a mechanism to help the people they're supporting. Right. Oh, they, no. they don't care if their programs are effective. No. They just want to have programs. They, want they to just want to have programs and make it look like we're yeah. doing something. Yes. It doesn't matter if you it really works safe. or not. Right. you got to take care of the people. You don't it care about the homeless. Right. I mean, we've, been, we've been hearing this crap for years. Yeah, it's, of course they we always do. You throw yeah. out some kind of thing to make you feel yeah. like you know, you're know you a bad money. person if you don't, if you don't support right. this. Mm-hmm. But the real deal is they're just getting bigger and bigger. You right. know, we've seen it here. I've got I've got a, another th- uh, article here, and this is how sc- screwed up these people are. Okay, this is entitled uh, "Pure Evil." Jen Psaki and Pre- and Biden administration defend forcing kidney gardeners to sit outside in forty degree oh, weather up that. in that Portland or- to yeah. eat the, on a buckets to eat their yeah. lunch because they haven't been vaccinated yet. Yeah, I mean. How, they couldn't come up with inhumane. a better solution. They couldn't have a, their own oh. room. They, I mean, uh, you know, but it, uh, it's but, punishment. But they really love the children. Or Don't just, you know that? Or just follow oh. the science and like, let kids play yeah. and right. not have a mask. And but it's yeah. a constant fight, uh, like the good old days. You know, keep the, <laughs> it's always the under the guise of keeping everybody safe. It's about, oh, keep everybody safe. In the meantime, it's really not about keeping everybody safe. Mm-hmm. It's about keeping punishing the people insane. who will not be controlled. Yeah. by the government. I mean, that's really what we come down to. And it's unfortunate yeah. that, you know, now, but at least, you know, the thing is, it's like kicking your kid off the couch. That's You know, he's going to be mad at you for, at first. But the real deal is, if you don't kick him off the couch, you're not being responsible. No, you're just enabling him to keep the behavior going is all you're doing if you don't do that's why like we that. got to yeah. kick these guys off their podiums. That's right. right. Because otherwise we're not being responsible. Yeah. And we're we haven't do, been responsible yeah. up to this point. Right. That's why we're in the fix we're in. That's what we're supposed to do. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. So what else have we got here? Well, we I think we're about? at the yeah. end of are this. And uh, then we will end up doing the second part of this. So uh, stay tuned for the second half yeah. of the conversation with Martin and Krista Reed.